You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Hey everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here. Uh, welcome to Expansion, our podcast on personal and professional development here at EXP Realty. And today I am super excited uh, to be speaking with Chris Jansen uh, from Australia. Uh, I believe maybe our but I know our first icon agent we've had on the podcast from below the equator. Uh, hey, welcome, Chris. Thanks, Glenn. Really, uh, really grateful to be here in the wee hours of 3 a.m. Australia time. But uh, that's the beauty of this model that we work in. We can work uh, united together around the clock at all hours. So thanks for having us on. You know, you're, you're, uh, you've built um, what looks like, and, and we'll get into a little bit of this, but it looks like you've really leveraged social as a tool to build uh, your personal, uh, as, as an estate agency practice down there in Australia. Is that, uh, yeah. how's your, your business work? What's it like being an, being an agent down under? Yeah, look, it's, um, it's great. I've been doing it now for 14 years. Um, it's created a lifestyle. It's no longer just a job for me. Um, I'm very fortunate with the autonomy and the flexibility that it's provide for, provided for my family and I. Um, I came from a traditional business owner uh, in a franchise network. I really did adapt to social media very early on. Um, it's funny, Glenn, like a lot of agents down here, um, you know, love the results, but often are very shy to get in front of the camera like this. Whereas I've seen it as a real point of difference to jump in front of the camera really early on to use and leverage social media. So I was one of the first, I guess, to ever adapt going live and doing live videos with every new property uh, or listing that I was launching to the market. Um, Whether it was new listing, taking people through live tours of the home through to live videos of celebrating sold results and um the live video stuff really accelerated my algorithms early on with my social pages. Absolutely. It's probably the number one ingredient that took, uh, took really quick traction and success in my business. Now, now are you, is it just you? Do you have an assistant? Do you have a, do you have a small team? What is that? What is the, what does your business look like? No longer do I need support staff, Glenn. Now with the EXP model and the back end being supported for me, uh, when I was a business owner, absolutely, I used to clone agents under me. So obviously, you know, organically growing agents under me in a sales associate or support role where I would take them through kind of a 15 to 18 year, uh, 15 month to 18 month mentorship program where they would learn everything from administration through to buyer management negotiation, through to prospecting, and then obviously listing and converting. And the objective there was really, obviously, if I could do, you know, a, a couple of agents every year, that was organically helping me grow my business and my sales force out there. But um, since partnering with EXP, um, I really haven't accelerated my numbers. I've sort of sustained the same level of numbers that I've been writing volume-wise. I've probably been able to create more of a lifestyle though with the support mechanisms already that EXP provides. So right now, you know, I sold um, in my first year of EXP just on 43 homes. Um, I don't have any sales associates, support staff, ad- administrators or anything like that, no. Right, uh, and but you have been 
uh, leveraging the eXp platform. I know you've yeah. interviewed a number of agents uh, that you've attracted to eXp. How's that portion of your business? Obviously, that's a new part, but how's that been going? Yeah, really good. Uh, I've sort of actually focused more on the growth side of uh, my business with eXp over the last sort of six to 12 months. So my transaction business has tapered away a little bit. It's still ticking along quite consistently, but like anything, when you want to grow something and any pillar of your business, you really need to, you know, put a lot of energy and focus into that. So I've now focused quite heavily in the last sort of six to 12 months um, in growing the people that are within my team and around me. So, you know, an example, I'd give a few younger guys that came from franchise networks that were working in associate roles, quite burnt out, ready to leave the industry because they're working under the principal, they're working under a high performing agent for two or three years. They weren't being allowed to be able to fly freely. Um, they were working six, seven days a week. They were doing all the heavy lifting, as you would say, Glenn, and they were earning $45,000 capped income as a wage every year. Now, the safety was there. They got paid every fortnight. But where I've spent a lot of my time is trying to capture those opportunities where people are just about burnt out of the industry, um, not being empowered to you know, build their own business within a business, I guess, and more so just supporting someone intercepting those opportunities and helping those agents really um, achieve quick success. One agent, Guru's son, uh, you know, he's uh, been in the industry 12 months, coming on 12 months as a solo agent with EXP. He was an associate for just under two years with another principal. Uh, he's capped within his first four months of being with EXP. He's close to iconing. He's bought his first house. He's paid for a wedding. So stuff like that. Glenn is what that excites me like it gives me goosebumps just talking about how much you can shift someone's life within a six to 12 month period oh but no that's that's awesome and so um in Australia uh there you, you don't have an MLS uh, per, per se uh right. you're you're uh 100% driven based on your ability to track listings and then create exposure for those listings so how does how does that that work for for you do you uh, is it uh, are you advertising on websites are you using social uh how what's the what's one the lead gen strategy that you use uh and how do you funnel that what type of crm and that type of thing and then also then how do you expose um properties, by the way, expose is an EXP word, just, just so you know. But how do you expose those properties to, uh, uh, to the, to the uh, people looking for property? Yeah. When I first started, um, the two biggest pillars that I got up and running in my business really early on was uh, CRM, absolutely. So that was Agent Box is what I'm using at the moment. Um, and I use that for autonomy on a daily basis. So Within that, I have a set of scheduled tasks or activities that come up every day that remind me, who am I calling to wish them a happy birthday if it's their birthday? Who am I calling to say, hey, Glenn, congratulations, five years at One Smith Street today. How's things going? So my CRM, I more so use, it's now for warm nurturing. It's not looking for free appraisals or do you want to sell your home today? 
it's nine to ten contact points that I'm trying to get through on an annual basis with some a contact in my database, whether that's an email, an SMS, a phone call, but it's more centralised around building a relationship. So that was the first pillar I built up really early on was acquiring and building and nurturing my database. Um, the second one is a farm area or what we call a business development area here in Australia. So that's where we get a core area of generally no more than 2,000 homes and we market to that area ongoingly every month. So what I've done is I've built a little A3 trifold page uh, community report and, you know, it'll have on on the back of it, it'll have a real estate article that I write myself every month talking to the community. Uh, on the rear folding side, it'll have a finance article. So I get, I partnered with a finance broker. So every month he puts out a bit of a newsletter and we just copy that into my community report. Um, and then it's got a front cover, which we just changed the picture to the season, but it's always got myself, my face on the front so that when I'm in the letterboxes, people are seeing my face every month religiously. Um, and then on the inside of it, it'll have the sold information. So it'll show everything that's sold in the previous month the property picture, the property attributes, the sold price, the living size, the square meterage, all of that. Um, so I do that religiously every month. That BDA farm area will equate to around about 12 to 14 transactions every year for me. Non-negotiable. It happens. Um, it, it and that's just, just from doing those. Yeah, that's just from marketing to 1,836 homes every month for the last 10 years. That community report goes out there. Um, there's obviously other stuff that coincides with that. So if I do an appraisal in my area, I will drop 50 homes around the home that I've just appraised and say, it's just a letter. Hey, Glenn, we've just appraised the property just up the road from you. Um, if you'd like a quick 15 minute price update on how your property sits in today's market in comparison to that appraisal, reach out, let us know. Um, so we do a lot of on the spot prospecting around appraisal opportunities, what we've just listed, obviously what what's just sold we're always in letterboxing i think the uptake rate is quite low in letterboxing but it always has the presence and it always has it's just building brand awareness that you're always being seen in that community uh the right. other legion the other lead generation is social as i mentioned before consistently daily i'm on socials like it's it's part of my morning ritual now um but really trying to put content out there that's meaningful not always just about this is sold, this is for sale. It could be stuff about talking about local businesses. It could be talking about a family that's looking for a home. What I do with exposure now, Glenn, is because I've got such a large following on socials and whenever I get a buyer inquiry now, I say to them, you know, because in a tight inventory market that we've come through, every buyer saying, do you have this? Do you have this? And I say, no, we don't. But what I now do is I say, look, I don't have that home today, but I might have it available tomorrow. What I do before we put on any portals, I release properties first to my socials for those people that are organically following me for whatever reason. So if you like my pages, you will be able to see, sorry, my dog's just jumped up. You will be able to see properties first. So the whole emphasis of building my socials is that I'll put properties there so people have first opportunity to see properties on my socials. Now, do you, do you take, uh, are you exclusive uh, with the properties that you represent? Um, yes. Because in Australia, there's a, uh, in some cases, it's non-exclusive, right? 
Correct. It's very rare we do conjunctional, particularly in my marketplace. It's sort of like a foreign word, conjunctional. Um, I would say, look, I can't even recall the last conjunctional agency agreement I did with another agent. It's always exclusive solo. But in Australia, we, well, I do anyway, we don't lock our clients into contractual terms. So one of my points of difference is I say to clients is, Traditionally, when they sign a sales authority, it's for 90 day, it's a 90 day term exclusively. But I put in a service agreement clause in all of my agreements that state, Glenn, you can terminate at any stage for whatever reason, without reason. So it just gives people peace of mind that they're not locked in. Oh, no worries. Um, so, and you, you mentioned uh, you're mailing your 2000 home farm area every month yep. religiously. Uh, yes. You're, you're doing your circle prospecting with the 50 additional properties when you, when you sell a property or list a property. Um, you mentioned uh, that you don't have an assistant at the moment, so you're doing all this. So are you in there uh, on your kitchen table, like laying out all this stuff and putting stamps on it and putting it in the mail, or how does that work? Yeah, well, a lot of the stuff I've just sort of generically created and printed it in bulk because like a, a just listed DL is kind of the same um, every time, you know, a, a sold result, you customize that obviously each time the property sells. Absolutely. The appraisal prospecting is very similar, but you know, Canva premium is a phenomenal tool, Glenn, like, you know, a lot of graphic designers I'm sure probably don't want to hear this, but Canva is a super powerful tool. If you as an individual just spend some time getting to know it, you can save tens of thousands of dollars on graphics design and take full control of your marketing and prospecting look, feel, flavor, uh, and taste. So I, I really immerse myself into that creative side of things. I like that because I guess it's not just about the image. It's about you can tell the story and you can, you can tailor it to each you know, it's not about the property, the transaction, it's about the story of the people. So I always try and convey that in my prospecting material. Uh, now, would you say you're a marketer or a salesperson? Um, I'd say I'm a fantastic marketer. A lot of my team would, they actually say you're a brilliant marketer. I'm just good at building relationships, Glenn. Like I was actually talking to somebody the other day and I said, it's not actually about the house. Like the house is just the end commodity. My job is about building relationships and that's with people over time. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong in our industry is they're looking for the next house sale. They're looking for the next commission. You know, I almost cringe a little bit when I see that free appraisal prospecting in my area. And I'm like, well, they've always been free. Um, you know, I've always been a believer on focus on relationships of the future, not of what you're wanting to get out of it today build over time, add value, it'll come to you in leaps and bounds. So I've always built my CRM, my prospecting, my marketing, my digital social presence around that. Give out with no expectation, but do it consistently over time. Make sure it's valuable, add value, and business will inbound. Business will find you. Right. And so you're, you're, you really do focus on creating as many inbound opportunities as possible you're doing your touches. You're 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 reaching out to people, you know, throughout the year just to touch base. But would you say that more 
of your business, so the majority of your business is inbound versus coming from the, the, the consistent touches, which? Yeah, spot on. Uh, look, 85 plus percent, 85, 90% of my business is repeat and referral each and every month, quarter and year. And I think that's something that many agents overlook is look after what you've already got or dealt with. It's much easier than trying to find stuff that's cold and non-relationship based. So that can be small things, Glenn, like when I do a settlement gift, I'll customise it. So if I get a husband who likes working in the garden, I'll go down to the hardware store and buy some gardening, gardening material for him. If the wife likes artwork or just really personalising that settlement gift rather than it just being a standard box of chocolates and some flowers that you give to everybody, tailor it to each individual client because that's the one percenter that they'll remember. They'll remember you for that at the end of the transaction. But yeah, nurturing and taking care of, you know, your existing clients who have already dealt with you. Absolutely. Build referral partnerships with those clients. Like I've got I've got an old fellow, he's a retire, retired fellow, and he's made just under four thousand dollars in referral fees off me in the last three to four years. So I was giving him a $500 gift card referral if he has any friends or families that he refers to me. Now he sold, Russell sold three homes through me over the last 10 years, I'd say. Now as a pensioner, if you can make an extra three and a half, four thousand $4,000 when you're retired as a gift card, that is massive to them. And each time I've given him that $500 um, referral card, he almost pinches himself like, I can't believe this is real. But now he goes out there. If he hears anyone at a barbecue, at a family event that's thinking we need to move, bang, he's on it for me, Glenn. He's like, you got to just ring this guy. Don't get anyone else. I've sold with him three times. Uh, his service is phenomenal. What he promises he'll deliver. Uh, he's kind of a no BS agent. He tells it how it is. He'll tell you what you want to hear, uh, what you need to hear versus what you want to hear. So when I walk into that business, he's already done all the legwork for me. It's almost... Chris, just let's do the paperwork. So nurturing those existing people is really important that I've already dealt with you. Awesome. So um, now I think you have a life motto. Um, what is that and how do you apply that to your business? Live free, live free. And uh, it started from a very young age. I was very adventurous outdoors um live for all things camping exploring fishing mother nature you name it so but unfortunately sort of well not unfortunately but i went you know the traditional route with real estate and as a business owner i was wearing many hats and sort of um jack of all trades master of none very stressed out very burnt out and totally forgot about that live free mentality to be honest with you and um it actually happened one time when I was away fishing. My business partner rang me and said, where are you? And I said, I'm away. Where are you? We need you. And I just went, you know what? I, I don't need this as a director and business owner. I just want my freedom and, and ability to run my business how I want, to run a real good quality of business, but also to have that mentality of being able to live free. If I want to go out and explore, if I want to go fishing or camping, I could do that. So... Uh, the live free mentality has come back stronger than ever now that I've partnered with EXP in the last two and a half years, Glenn. I've, I've had more weekends off in the last two and a half years than I have in the last 13 years, you know, 12, 13 years as a business owner. And not that I'm 
ramping down, I'm still about the consistency with my performance. But like I said, I'm now focusing on the growth areas more so and helping those in my team and my downline with their aspirations. Awesome. And and my guess is, is that you actually, when you were a quote unquote business owner in your previous life, you really were in a mode where the business actually owned you. Yeah. Yeah, there's a saying that my team loved that I created. I said, uh, I felt like a big tree with a root stuck in one location. I wanted to be gallivanting around and exploring and, and, and finding new experiences and places to see, but I never could because I was pulled from pillar to post. And I was, I was a traditional tree bound by one location because my, my tree root was stuck there. Whereas now I can be wherever I need to be in Australia. And when I travel, laptop lifestyle I can still connect with my team I can still empower them give them what they need without needing an office environment and I feel now I've created relationships that are really genuine because I knew as a business owner formerly you know 50% of the people were there because they wanted to be there 50% of the people were there just probably because they're on your payroll whereas now EXP removes all financial conflict and the relationships that I've created around me are ones of genuine wanting to lift each other up and help one another out in life and in business. Awesome. Um, for, as we wrap up, what's one piece of advice um, you could give to, uh, to an estate agent? Um, uh, if you, uh, what, would, what would that be? If you could give one piece of advice. Find the right vehicle to call home. I, I thought I had the right vehicle to call home for 12 years. And I can say this with conviction because I've now lived, lived both sides of the fence from a, a traditional agency and coming from working my way up there as a, a sales agent through to business owner to now seeing the new um, virtual cloud-based technology such as EXP as a platform. Um, I wish this was around for me 12 plus years ago, Glenn, because a lot of the guys that are coming in early on that are quite young in my team What's taken me 14 years to build, we're now compressing that within like two years and they're having quick, impactful, immediate success just because early on they've been, a, been able to partner in the right vehicle and place to call home. Awesome. Well, Chris, thank you very much uh, for being on the podcast. Thanks for getting up uh, bright and early <laughs> in the morning. Uh, are you hitting hitting? Heading back to sleep or are you go up for the day? Uh, I'll see how I go. I'll have a coffee, mate. We've got some licensee meetings coming up uh, in a couple of hours. So I'll have a coffee and I'll decide in the next half an hour, I think. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, and um, you can find Chris at freedomagentsunite.com. So I, I believe that's your website. And obviously on Workplace. But also follow him on, um, on, on social, on Facebook, Facebook. Uh, you know, the, uh, just watching what you've done been been inspiring. The way you interview clients and uh, agents and 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 fishing. Uh, I see the fishing uh, the fishing reels. Uh, so it's fun to fun to watch and uh, great to uh, spend some time. Look forward to uh, making it down. Are you uh, on the off chance making it up to EXPCon? Not this year, only because. Um... We've got some expected news with the wife coming up soon. So got to be present for that. Um, can't say too much. I could get in trouble right now. But um, It's not like yeah. you gave anything away there at all. 
<laughs> next year, definitely, we're going to do a big family trip next year over to do uh, EXP Con and the conference. We can't wait. Like, we're pumped to, to see everyone in person. Um, we just ran something recently in Australia here, obviously, an event. And, you know, for two two years, connecting with people virtually is one thing. But when we got there to be there in person with people, it's like you already know them but it's just a whole different level of energy and excitement. So next year, definitely, Glenn, I'll be, um, I'll be pulling you aside for a, a direct conversation um, together in person. Can't wait. Well, good stuff. Thanks again, Chris. And thanks everyone awesome. for tuning in. This was uh, obviously a, a podcast with Chris Jansen from uh, Down Under. And until uh, next time, thanks everyone. you've been listening to expansion tune in every tuesday and thursday for new episodes thanks for being the best part of exp